You're listening to the It's Not Your Diary podcast, and I'm your host, Ty. Here, we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to maintain our wellness through life's everyday struggles and to reach generational healing. So get ready for some deep, eye-opening conversations and get ready to take notes. Remember, it's not your diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. What are you leaving for the generations that come after you? Don't know? Well, let me help you. Just grab a pen, your diary, or a journal, and let's get into the show. What's in your diary? 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 Welcome back to another episode. It's your host, Ty, and I'm here with... With Carla. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're back again. And this episode, I'm going to start it off a little differently because I actually sent Carla a text message like last week after we recorded and I got this revelation. So first that morning, I can't remember what day this was, but I did a devotional and I actually want to start off with the quotes because that'll kind of um, get us rolling into the episode. So There were three quotes, and I'm going to just read them real quickly. So the first one said, it's easier to brush the truth off versus to face it. The second one said, like a broken arm or a cut, the truth has to be recognized for what it is before the healing takes place. And then the third one was, and it is the truth about God, about ourselves, and about the world we live in that hurts us and heals us. So after I read these, I was like, hmm, I was feeling a little way. And I was like, wow, you know, the truth, like it's crazy that we just did a whole episode about what we were going through. And so then I was reading John 4 and I sent it to Carla, like I sent her the quotes and then I sent her um, like the revelation that I got after reading John 4 about the woman in the well. And so first, Carla, what were your thoughts once I sent you this um, long message before I go into what the actual message said? There was just so much truth in everything that you that you sent me and I was like, wow, okay. Cause I was actually reading something else and I was like, you know what? Let me, let me go to John four and see what's popping in these scriptures because <laughs> I want to know, like, I, I want to know as for me, especially I am like the woman at the well, mm-hmm. I will hear the truth. And then I changed the subject really fast because mm-hmm. the truth does hurt. And I know I said it, and I think one of the earlier episodes last time, God like convicted me of something. And I was like, oh, like I didn't want to acknowledge that God had convicted me of something. But I was like, you know what? Okay, God, like I see what you're saying. I am wrong for this mm-hmm. and I want to change it. Help me change it um, so that I can honor you. Okay, I'm going to share the message that I sense. So the first one says, Jesus challenges the world's teachings. And then the second quote was, Jesus crosses all barriers to share his gospel. Because with the woman at the well, like she was confused. Like, what are you doing here? Like at this time of day? And then he asking her, like, what are you doing here? And 
Um, because normally women come in the morning and she was there like at the hottest time of the day. So then she had changed the subject. She didn't want to talk about why she was there, but really the reason for why she was there was because, well, we'll get into that. Okay. The next one said in feeding our souls with spiritual food, God reveals our truth and sinful ways. Like the woman at the wells, she was there because she had multiple husbands. So he said, you had like four or five husbands. The man that you with now is not your husband, man. Like she slept with them. Cause in the Bible, if you sleep with a man, he becomes your husband. Jesus was like, even that man isn't your husband. So that was the next one that I sent over. And then I said, even though she drank the living water, she thought that she didn't have to come back for more water the next day. And then thinking about it, like, okay, well, just because um, we might pray one day, we might not pray the next day. And really, that's not who God is. And God allows his spirit to fill us up. But. He can't, he won't allow us to fill us up for a whole week or a whole month or for years because then it shows like people won't really um, be learning to love God and having a relationship with him for the right reasons. It's like, no, if I do this, I'll be good for a whole week. But that's not what he wants. And like with the woman at the well, he needed her to continue to come back to get filled up every day still. Like it didn't really matter. But it was just showing that he just continues to allow the cha- the challenges like how we shared on the last episode to change us and like how we went back and talked about um, the things that we were struggling with that now just propels us in our faith and our walk with God and just like sharing our journey that like it's okay that we had these challenges so that was like the main part of what I had sent to her. We basically took what we were going through and allowed it to guide us and guide our conversation back to God's word and what he says about what we were going through. Yeah, that was um the revelation that I had once I read that because every time he was trying to talk to her about what her truth, she was like, no, I don't want to. I'm not trying to talk about that. <laughs> but it just shows like when we do face the truth, it is easier for us to be able to see the things that we have to change and fix and just grow from and allowing God to allow us to grow and change us. Yes. So when Tyra sent me this, I went and I read it and man, okay. So this is such a short passage, Mm -hmm. but it's packed with so much, like there's so much juiciness in this. (laughs) Basically, when I was reading it, the first thing I got was the Samaritan woman was not getting the hints that Jesus was who he was. Mm, yeah. So she was like kind of clueless. And he's like dropping hints here and there. And she's she's just not getting it. Her mind is just like somewhere else. And then I noticed in, in the scripture, Jesus was actually waiting on her. He was already at the well. Mm-hmm. sitting yeah. there in the hot sun probably baking <laughs> getting his little tan on and he w- he was waiting on her and i was like man and that goes back to exactly what i said in the last episode how i feel like god was distancing himself from me mm-hmm. but it was me who was distancing myself from him and his mm-hmm. presence and honor and glory and then i wrote here i said jesus will wait till we're done being 
petty. Like he's gonna wait. He's gonna wait for us. Mm-hmm. That's how much he loves us. And I wrote next to it, "Are you done?" Because that's how <laughs> I felt. Like that's how I felt at that moment when I was reading. It. I was like, "Okay, Carla. Like, are you done being um, dramatic? Yeah. yeah. Are you done being in your feelings? Are you ready to put in this work? Get back to where you were. Like, are you done?" But then I also got a revelation that says sometimes we go to extreme measures to cover our shame with mm-hmm. the woman at the well like you said Ty she went during midday which is the hottest time of the day usually women would go in the morning mm-hmm. or probably at night when it was cooler but she was so she was filled with so much shame because of her past and uh, her present at the time of you know just being a woman that sleeps around mm-hmm. she was trying to hide from the people slash the women who judged her for her lifestyle but the beautiful thing in the story is she was able to come to Jesus as she was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, wow, that's so beautiful. Like, despite how I felt last week and how messy I've been, I can still come to Jesus as I am and be like, God, you know, I'm a mess. I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm doing with my spiritual life, but I can come to you and lay lay these challenges and you're going to show me what I have to do in order to conquer them. Yeah. And the great thing about us just sharing like what was going on with us is like because it's so many people that deal with this. But like I don't really hear a lot of people talking about, you know, how hard it is to go through the challenges and to bring things to God. Like but then to also like recognize it and then be like, okay, no, God, like I'm back. I went through this. I told you, no, I was like not being obedient, but like, like I'm here. Right. And like you still want to use all the good stuff, all the bad stuff and everything that's happened over the past month for your good. Exactly. Because I feel like a lot of people and I always say it, like a lot of people think when you're living this lifestyle, this type of lifestyle, it's all rainbows and butterflies. And it's not at all like you're not going to feel like you have to get up and pray. You're not going to feel like you want to read your word. You're not going to feel because we're fighting our flesh. Mm-hmm. Essentially, these are daily battles and it's okay. If you mess up that it's okay, nothing's going to happen. God's not going to toss you out of his plan, yeah. out of his will. You just got to get back up and recognize who you are and whose you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then I also, you also brought this up how jesus um what did you say jesus challenges oh yeah jesus crosses barriers something like that jews would avoid samarians because of the difference they didn't like each other so this woman was a samaritan woman Mm -hmm. and jesus was a jew but jesus made it a point to go straight through samaria to this location to get his message to his daughter like no matter what he was going to get the message to her also Back then, like it would have looked weird if a man was talking to a woman because, you know, that wasn't like normal like today. And then on top of that, like she's a promiscuous woman. Mm-hmm. He didn't even care. Like, I'm pretty sure his disciples were like, whoa, what's Jesus doing talking to her? Like, mm-hmm. mm, that's kind of weird. But he didn't right. care what people thought. Like he was on a mission and he was going to complete it regardless. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was trying to drink her water. She like, you want some of my water? Like, right. <laughs> She's like, uh, do you know who I am? <laughs> right. He mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know. 
Can I have? And he still wanted some. Like he didn't care. Like he did not care who she was. Yes. Or what she did. (laughs) What her past looked like. He's he just he wanted to get that message to her. We go back to this whole thing of do we as humans ever stop being thirsty? Mm. No, we don't. And I think I don't know. I think like God made it a point like when he was creating us to have to give us the appetite that we have mm-hmm. like our fleshly appetite you know so why would we think spiritually we would ever stop thirsting for god mm-hmm. we have a spiritual thirst and hunger that we have to um what is that called like we have, yes that we have to quench mm-hmm. and a lot of us including myself sometimes we don't be quenching that and then we're sitting here wondering like why am i feeling this way why are things going this way like why do i feel like i'm not prepared for this battle yeah. for this challenge and it's because you're not feeding yourself that daily bread you're not quenching your spiritual thirst mm-hmm. like you said the woman thinks she's found the solution to her everyday water haul trip but she doesn't understand that what Jesus offers has so much more meaning. She will still have her everyday water trip, but she will be free and filled spiritually, living a fulfilled life she never thought she could have. And she would become shame free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just brought me back to like life and how I've been going through some things. And I'm just like, okay, God, like these are the challenges that I'm facing right now. But regardless of what's happening, I'm going to keep my eyes on you. I'm going to keep my heart posture at a posture that honors you and glorifies you because of who you are. I'm not going to look at the situation for what it is. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And that's good. Yeah. Because I feel like that's when God truly sees your character he's like okay let me let me allow this challenge to rock her world a little bit and see how she responds Mm -hmm. are you gonna are you gonna pay attention to the problem or are you gonna look onto me to let me you know handle that problem for you exactly because i feel like we are confident in our eternity with christ like yes Mm -hmm. i believe jesus christ he's my lord and savior but why are we not having that same faith for I don't know, finances, our relationships with family, friends, our jobs. Like Mm -hmm. we need that same face and and we have to apply it to our problem. Literally everything. That's the part that like you have to always remind yourself, like, well, us all, everybody. But it's so hard when you think about it, because like subconsciously, we always go back to what we learn like our whole life. Yeah. Like, this is what I've been doing for 27 years. So now, like, to unlearn that is going to take so much time. Yeah. And that's the key. Like you said, it's it takes time. Mm-hmm. Because it's a part of who we are. Like, it's not right. like he's trying to literally change who we are. Yes. And we're unlearning and un- we're unlearning and learning at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's difficult in itself. Yeah. But... It's like you said, we have to remind ourselves. I had to remind myself all last week and the week before that, like God is Jehovah Jireh. Like he is going to come through no matter what I see right now. I know God is going to provide no matter what someone tells me. 
I know God is going to provide. And I, yeah. and I pray, I wrote that down in like one of my prayer journals and I was like, God, I'm struggling with believing this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to continue to repeat it to myself. So it just becomes like something that's instilled in my heart. Exactly. But you see how important it is. Like even when somebody else is telling us something we got to be so careful because the smallest thing could just the smallest have the smallest. us back to where we were a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you you got to just have that discernment because mm-hmm. somebody had told me something and I was like, man, you know, like, what if they're telling me that this is their truth? But I know the word says that that God, you know, that's the truth, the truth. Right. So like, what am I going to like, what am I going to focus my mind on? That's good. That's good. It's funny because I didn't used to think like that. I just be like, I would let the smallest thing that somebody would tell me, I would let just anything influence me. Mm. And now I'm starting to really check how people are talking to me, what they're, what they're telling me, where, where is it coming from and fact checking it with God's word. Yes. That's so good because when you say like fact check, even like the anything, like if somebody tell us something like praying about it and being like, okay, God, if this is your truth, like I need you to reveal it to me because like, Mm -hmm. I just, I'm not sure. So that's good. Literally everything, bringing him every little thing and allowing him to just reveal his truth. Let's get into it. <laughs> so if y'all didn't catch on, the topic for this episode is actually just facing the truth, God's truth, all things that are true. Because one of the main problems that we kind of figured from last episode is that it's just easy to run from challenges and it's easy to run from the truth. And we actually gonna go over three points. The first one will be you have everything you already need. That's the good and the bad. The second one is you have to deal with your worldly truth and challenges from God's perspective. And then the third one is to remember God is challenging everything that the world has taught you. And that's kind of what we were just talking about. Yeah. Before I got like into the breakdown, I wanted to share a little story time because last time we hung out and I got on the scale to weigh myself. Oh, why <laughs> did we do that? <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about this because this comes with the truth. Y'all know like last year. Um, I had been on my fitness journey or well, not really. I wasn't really on the fitness journey. I was just trying to make have healthier habits. So this comes back to what's subconscious in us. So I got on the scale. Scale was not showing the progress that I had made last year. <laughs> okay, it was looking bad. So I'm like, well, that ain't good. Um, But yeah, so then I was like, okay, I just need to get this better. But I literally had just subconsciously went back to what I what I knew. Uh-huh. Holiday time. I was in hibernation mode. This is okay. I'm going to just get back on the horse because normally I would just be like, um, it's okay. But no, this time I'm like, no. But what's crazy is like throughout this process, like I didn't feel like how I would normally feel. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I felt like, okay, that that was a setback, but I'm, I still feel like I still have my joy, my happiness. Even though it was a step back, just thinking about it again, this is the back and forth 
of life, of your relationship with God, of trusting him. And just like in every aspect of my life, I'm going to always have the back and forth. But where is my heart? Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to keep moving forward? Yeah. So I'm, I'm now at the point where I'm moving forward. But I literally had to just sit with myself and be like, OK, well, now I got to tell me to pray. This is something that I'm going to be praying about. This is something that like I have to move forward on, but also changing my heart posture. So I'm not back here a year from now. Okay, so (laughs) that's that. But I wanted to talk about what really happens when we don't own that truth. Mm -hmm. And for me in my situation, like I would pretty much just keep gaining weight. And then like that just won't be good for me, for my family, for my health, for anyone. Like if I didn't even recognize it, I would just keep going down an unhealthy path. Like what does that look like for my family? What would that look like for my health what would that right. look like if i'm trying to have more kids etc and i would have never if i didn't just like take time and sit in it i would have never been able to um see what god really was trying to show me in the situation and i didn't really want to do that so i'm like okay god you're on this journey with me i'm trusting you even though like it was just like in my heart i felt like a huge setback i'm like okay I see now that this is a challenge that normally I would avoid, if I'm being honest. I would just be like, yeah, whatever. It's cool. But no, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, then looking at the consequences of if I did, like, okay, well, what would happen if I just was like, "Mm, I'm cool. I'm okay with, like, staying on this path. Well, you know... It, it could have really affected me in the long term. How And just looking at like what God says, who God says I am and who God says I should be like, sis, you got to get it together, whether you want to or not. And then it's, it could start affecting my mental health. Like I started feeling so tired and just like, like, ugh, like stressed out. Like I just didn't feel good. I wasn't putting like the proper things in my body. I wasn't being active. I'm just... In all areas, taking so many steps backwards, but and then I was thinking like, okay, the fact that I should be leading, I should be leading by example. I should be, I should just not be allowing my flesh to lead me. And I felt like that's what I was kind of doing. I wasn't really being disciplined. Like, yeah, I'm telling people about all these other things that they might be struggling with, but am I facing things that I should be? facing or that I'm struggling with so like facing the truth in that way and then I was putting into perspective like for the listeners it's like if you never realize that you have everything that you need because like I said we pretty much have everything that we need we and it is the truth about God about ourselves and about the world we live in that hurts us or heals us So then if we always like start with that in mind, we always know like you have everything that you need already. But then if you don't Mm -hmm. realize that, like if I didn't realize that, it's like then I will go to other places trying to do other things to help me with what I'm struggling with. Right. But like, no, you looking for validation. You looking for all these other things to fill the void when you have everything you need in God, like... Right. God has already equipped you. Exactly. And I think that's what I had to remember. Like, I don't I don't need nothing else. 
then I was dealing with what's going on from God's perspective. If I do everything my way and I'm only focused on what I want to do or what's best for me, it's like, okay, well, you never looked at what he wants. You never looked at what God is saying about your hell journey about because I this is something I feel like. I don't really pray about. So I was like, when God told me to pray, I'm like, that's so crazy (laughs) because I feel the same. I I feel the same way. And you know, like I live a very active lifestyle. I'm always going to the gym, but there's just something about eating and eating healthy. It's very hard for me. And I can't do a diet because that's just like a quick fix. And I, I, I just can't. So like these last, I want to say like four or five years, I've really just been trying to slowly learn how Mm. to eat correctly. Yeah, but I've never thought about like praying and asking God, like, God, help me with this. Why am Mm -hmm. I turning to food? When I'm emotional, like Mm -hmm. I should be turning to you. This is true. See? Yeah. See? And then it's just like, when I was thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, well, if I'm supposed to be praying, like, I was thinking, like, what am I supposed to be praying about? And then that's when I started to look like, okay, well, what are my challenges? What am I struggling with? And then like, I laid it all out. So that's how I got to this point. Cause I'm like, okay, I know that it's some, something in there, but I wasn't really realizing what it was. And sometimes that's how it is. Like, the world puts us in a place where we do end up hurting ourselves. Mm hmm. And then we do it. And then it's like subconscious because it's like these, like I keep reverting back because this is what I've done my whole life. But then when I allow him to come in and actually pray for the challenges that I'm struggling with, then he will do that. But if I don't, if I don't face the truth, if I don't try to get the healing that I need, because it's something clearly in here that I'm not getting. So, right. Yeah. And sometimes um, I feel like we just look to God for spiritual challenges and not so much as we said, like the weight and stuff like that. But we have to incorporate God in everything that we do. Everything. Everything. (laughs) That's that's what he wants to. He wants to be in our business. Mm -hmm. He wants to like God is a God of of relationship, not of religion. Mm -hmm. And that's what I keep going back to. And to make a point, when Jesus tells her the truth about, you know, her husbands and all that stuff, right away, she changed the subject to something that was religious, talking about where they should worship and stuff like that. Yeah. And he said, I don't care about that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he, he hits her with the facts and then she quickly changes the subject. And yeah, he's like, okay, like I'll address that. But then I'm also going to reel you back in and we're going to finish this conversation. Mm hmm. You know, so they went from like relationship to religion back to relationship, if you know what I mean. Yep, that's so good. So another thing that I was just thinking about was like when we really realize that we have everything we pretty much need and we and then we start to take the good with the bad. We really find the peace in every situation. So like no matter what we going through, you know, it could be. Um, like me and my health journey, it's just like taking the the weight gain, the weight loss, like take it all and like wrap it all up. And like, this is yours, but just find peace in it. Like be happy with where you are because it's just a consistent journey. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, okay, like 
well, when we face the worry and the anxiety that we deal with the way that God wants us to, then we also are able to find his word and find his truth. And then we begin to break those generational curses. Like we pretty much align every single situation, like saying, you know, that full aspect of life, we are aligning it all with what his truth is. And we know that the truth is his truth, like, and that's it. So once we align it, we have those things that are attached to our families and like we're breaking that. And that comes with facing the truth, because if I don't, I could just continue to pass that down to my family and my kids and stuff like that. And then also just remembering that when God is challenging everything that the world has taught us, it's like we are able to fight what the world is teaching us and those internal battles that come up because it's so new and different, we can constantly fight that because it's him trying to just change us. You know, that that those years that we've bottled up, the years, the old perspectives that we've been dealing with, it's like him just trying to change all those different areas in us. Those are the main points for this episode. I really want everybody to be able to eventually face your truth. It might be hard at first. It might be just like different to be like, okay, you know, I'm dealing with these challenges, but just starting to pray about Lord reveal the challenges that I've been having if you don't know them, because it starts with those challenges that you've been facing, because that is probably where the truth and who you are is laying. And so I do want to recap for you all. Point number one, remember you have everything you need. And remember that's the good and the bad. It doesn't matter. Point number two, you have to deal with your worldly truth and challenges from God's perspective. Always, 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 always. And then point number three, remember God is challenging you and he's challenging the things that the world has taught you always. So it'll kind of make sense once you start going through things like it won't be you won't be thinking like, why is this person doing this? Why is like you won't be thinking about the little details. You just start to put it all into perspective. So those are the points. We're going to hop into the melody of the week. This person, I love this artist. And I sent this to Carla, but I crossed out what the melody of the week is. I know. I was like, <laughs> wow, Tara's so petty. <laughs> yes. This one is actually going to be by an artist who is a guy. And he would kind of remind me a little bit of, I don't know, a little Drake, a little like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Okay, but the song called Yes song by KB. He's the artist. So uh, the lyrics for this song actually go, I count on one thing. The God that never fails will not fail me now. He won't fail me then. And I know that I can't bear this, but the almighty is all I need. And then the chorus, and then it goes, and yes, I will lift you high in the lowest valley. Yes, I will bless your name. Yes, I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy all my days. Yes, I will. So that's actually him singing to God. And then the chorus is actually God singing to us. But check that one out. It's a good one. I can't wait. 
<laughs> so that is our melody of the week. Our next segment is the journal assignment. I want y'all to go ahead and write down the things in your life that you've been seeing as a challenge. So this will kind of start just realizing your challenges and inviting God into the challenge with you so you're not just fighting all these challenges alone. So that is our journal assignment. And I do have one announcement. So I have not been going live on Instagram the past two weeks. I'm sorry. Actually, this week I forgot. Last week I forgot. So I'm sorry. I'm going to be doing it. Oh, and I did a live video. And why did I delete it? I did a full live video and I deleted it. I'm like, dude. So, yes, the struggles of social media. But I'm going to try to be active on there a little more. And like I said on Instagram, I have something that I'm working on that I'll be letting y'all know about soon. I'm not going to say it quite yet. And remember, our giveaway will be at the end of this month. So that is Ooh. it. Carla, did you have anything else that you um, want to say about truth and just living in our truth? The truth hurts, but God... You got to remember it's coming from a loving place. God is not using the truth to hurt you or shame you. Mm-hmm. He's using it to allow you to grow. So don't ever be offended. And it's hard because sometimes you will get offended because that's happened to me, but you can look past it. Yeah, that's good because it's so hard. And I don't want people just thinking like, oh, you know. I'll get this piece and it's just going to be easy and I'll just have it all the time. But sometimes you got to work for it. So that wraps up this episode and we will talk to y'all next week. And there's only two more episodes left. So sad. All righty. Well, bye y'all. Goodbye. Be blessed y'all.